Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Mike Stinnefer, WTOP News. At the wharf in D.C. 35, National Harbor right at freezing 32, Sterling at 31 degrees. Some of us could be down to the 20s overnight. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And coming up, winter's first blast of 2024 will be felt in our area on Saturday. We'll tell you what to expect here in just a few hours tomorrow morning. Several developing stories as well with the U.S. Supreme Court formally accepting Colorado's case in which Donald Trump is trying to stay on the ballot. The decision will affect the whole country this election year, and we've got the latest in seconds from CBS News. They wanted to take his jacket, and then they tried to take his life. It's absolutely ridiculous. In Hyattsville, I'm John Dome. Following up after school fights, Montgomery County's superintendent talks about safety and policy. I'm Kate Ryan. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Stacey Lynn. Will former President Trump be allowed on the ballot? The Supreme Court will decide. CBS News chief legal correspondent Jen Crawford tells us they'll look at a specific provision in making the ruling. That provision was adopted after the Civil War, and it bars insurrectionists from holding federal office. Up until last month, other state courts had ruled that the provision did not apply to Trump. Colorado was the first, and since then we've seen voters in mostly Democratic states like Oregon, California, the main secretary of state, all wanting to throw him off the ballot. So the court really had no choice uh, but to take this up. President Biden's ramping up his re-election campaign. Speaking at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, where George Washington regrouped American forces during the War of Independence, President Biden said there is much at stake. As we begin this election year, we must be clear democracy is on the ballot. The president spoke as the nation prepares to mark three years since the Capitol insurrection. The day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America, lost it all. And Mr. Biden said the rioters who stormed the Capitol on January 6th and are routinely praised by Donald Trump are not patriots. They are insurrectionists. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. This just in, the window of an Alaskan Airlines plane en route from Portland, Oregon to Ontario, California, apparently blew out shortly after departure. The airline issuing a statement saying they are investigating the incident. Well, it is winter, so it shouldn't be a surprise more than 40 million people could be in for some very wintry weather this weekend. CBS Boston's Beth Germano. Crews are gearing up in Sudbury, getting the trucks loaded with salt, the kind of activity they haven't seen here in a while, but they like the time. Of this one. We don't have to deal with the commuting traffic, particularly on the uh, the tight roads that we have in Sudbury. Uh, it alleviates that. 44 pieces of equipment have been readied in the last few days for the job, which in this area could be fairly sizable. Once the last flight stops here, we need about five hours to clean up the entire town and all the parking lots, and we're good to go. Former Aurora, Colorado police officer Randy Rodima sentenced to 14 months in jail for the 2019 death of Elijah McLean, Elijah's mother, after the verdict. If you look at the body cameras, my son was murdered by evil forces and human bodies. This has always been about a spiritual war. And the red carpet is rolled out for the 81st Golden Globes for movies. Barbie and Oppenheimer lead the nominations. The Globes are on Sunday night. You can watch them on CBS. They'll be streamed on Paramount+. Plus. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast 
from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 1203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it, finally. First one of 2024. Winter storm warning for much of the region. Lows 20s and 30s by daybreak. 35 in Washington right now. And a good Saturday morning to you. Indeed, Lane. Welcome in. Thanks for taking us along for your midnight hour ride. Our top story this hour on WTLP Saturday morning. You're as cold as ice. Well, not quite, but soon enough you will be. But the question is, will our region turn into a winter wonderland later on today or not this Saturday? Winter storm is expected to move in later this morning, we're told, bringing with it a mixed bag. We get the latest now this hour from WTOP meteorologist Mike Stinniford this morning. The chances for much of accumulating in the way of accumulating snow in the immediate metro area and areas east and south is pretty low. But even as we get in the northern and western suburbs now, looks like we might see anywhere from one to three inches across uh, portions of the far northern and western suburbs. But even here, we're going to see a changeover to rain in the afternoon. So pretty much going to have to get on into the Shenandoah Valley and up toward the uh, Pennsylvania line to see much in the way of accumulation. Across our Area crews have been pre-treating roads ahead of the possible wintry weather. Keep it here on your weather alert station. WTOP will keep you updated. 12.04 Saturday morning on WTOP. The other top story we're following this morning, a four-month-old baby who was in the backseat locally of a car that was stolen in Georgetown, happened on Friday, has been reunited with her mother. Police say this morning the baby was inside a white Jeep at the time that was stolen on M Street in Northwest just after 6 p.m. The four-month-old baby girl was found an hour later, safe in a car seat, we're told, on the front porch of a home located on 28th Street in Southeast. In the District of Columbia, we often see it as uh, of, of individuals that are, the cars that are idling and individuals hop in and steal the vehicles while they're idling. It is unfortunate that a four-month child was in the backseat, regardless of of how it was done. Uh, the main thing is that the four-month child was reunited with the mom. That's D.C. Assistant Chief of Patrol Services Darnell Robinson this morning. Officers continue this hour, we're told, to search for the stolen car and the suspects in the case. 12.05 Saturday morning on WTLP. The search is on in Hyattsville this hour for three people involved in a shooting that sent a young teen to the hospital. This dispute involved a kid's jacket. Three teenagers were walking here on Carnaby Street, a brand new neighborhood here in Hyattsville, when three others approached and demanded one teen's jacket. The teenager refused and resisted and and fought back trying to keep his own jacket. One of the suspects pulled out a gun and started shooting, hitting the victim once. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers. Is absolutely ridiculous. The three got away, at least for now, because there were a number of witnesses. Now this street faces the backside of Northwestern High School, but it's not clear if these teens were students there. They must be students somewhere. I can't confirm that they're students here at the local high school. Um, however, I don't. I can't confirm for you why they were or were not in school today. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. 12.06 Saturday morning on WTOP. The parents get a letter home about a fight in school, say, for example. They are often told students are being disciplined for whatever happened. But they don't really get specific details. WTOP speaks this morning with Montgomery County School Superintendent about safety, policy, and follow-up. Anytime a fight breaks out, especially when students or staff are hurt, Montgomery County Public School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says... That is serious. That is just serious. And that's not just for the participants. Individuals who may not be impacted physically, if they observe it, they are impacted. But because of laws regarding student privacy, the wider community may not learn the specifics. McKnight said, along with discipline in the Student Code of Conduct... There must be the opportunity for restoration. 
in order to create a well community. Earlier this week, a fight between two students at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School was broken up by two staffers who were knocked to the ground while trying to break up that fight. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.07. Students with disabilities locally in Fairfax County are getting the chance now to intern at local businesses before they actually graduate. This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman tells us the program is helping the students gain confidence. You're going to do great, buddy. Several times a week, Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts takes the bus here to Brook Rental Center in Vienna. He's an intern, and as for his favorite part... In fact, that's quite easy and very beginner to get into it. A few years ago, owner James Brook got involved with the program that pairs students with disabilities with local businesses. They are learning what it's like to have a real job before they have to go out there. Curtis spends time taking inventory... Yeah. Sauce. DC sauce boat. And maintaining equipment and works with Damien, a former intern who now works here full time. It taught me how to clean stuff, how to maintain stuff. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Other students said to be working at places such as Dollar Tree, Panera Bread, and Vienna Salon. Saturday morning, it's the weekend, everybody. Finally, we made it the first one for 2024. Thanks for starting with us this January 6th with the time now on WTOP is 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger with us this early Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. First weekend of the new year, we should have a party, right? So on Indeed, a- we should. Yes, we should. Uh, southbound DC 295 beginning to recover. The earlier crash was around Pennsylvania Avenue. More than one left lane was blocked. Uh, now we now we get word from DC Metro Police that now just one left lane remains blocked. All the lanes to the right have been reopened and the delays are thinning out. Starting after East Capitol Street, the delays on the northbound side because of this accident have all cleared out. Out in Loudoun County, the Sheriff's Office out there reports that there's an accident southbound Loudoun County Parkway at eastbound Old Ox Road and Sterling. Three lanes are blocked because of accident activity. Be prepared for detours in the area. Police on the scene to help you get through. In Virginia on the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop uh, starting uh, just south of 267, the toll road heading up to Georgetown Pike. The right lane was blocked because of ongoing rehabilitation activities. Now they say it's the left lane that is going to be blocked, so they moved it across the roadway. There are no major delays north of the toll road. However, watch out for the new traffic pattern between 123 and the toll road. Lanes go from four to three very narrow lanes, and we are seeing some congestion through this new traffic pattern. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. We're seeing a good deal of cloud cover here on the early morning hours, and that will stay with us as we have low pressure coming our way. By sunrise, temperatures in the 20s to around 30. Later today, snow and sleet rolls in from the south and southwest and changes over to rain fairly quickly. Not much in the way of any of accumulation. Highs only in the 30s. Mike Stenner for WTOP News. Uh, around the region this very early morning, we are at looking at a bit of a chill. 36 degrees in Springfield this midnight hour. Saturday morning, January 6th, it's 32. Farragut Square, 28 Laurel. We're at 35 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the midnight hour on TOP Saturday morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210. 
where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Claybaugh here this early hour to wrap your business with. The unemployment rate was unchanged in December at 3.7%. Companies added a more than expected 216,000 jobs. The district is committed to spending more than $1.2 billion this year on procurement contracts with small businesses. Resume Builders says 8 in 10 companies will closely monitor all employee in-office attendance this year and punish non-compliers. The Dow gained just 26 points in Friday's session. It lost almost 1% for the week. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. President Biden speaks this week near Valley Forge. We're in depth on what he had to say coming up next on WTOP. Good morning, 1211. As a mom, I want my kids' lives to be filled with joy and possibility. And I want that for every kid. That's why I support No Kid Hungry. They work in schools and communities to make sure every kid gets the healthy meals they need. Please join me in supporting No Kid Hungry for all kids. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Midnight Hour. Thanks for starting with us this January 6th here at WTLP. Winter storm warning if you're just joining us for much of the region. Cold by daybreak. We are looking at, uh, Mike Stinnefer says, uh, low somewhere in the 20s and 30s and holding. We're at 35 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. 113 on WTLP. Welcome in. This is WTLP News. Joe Biden speaking near Valley Forge as the three-year anniversary of January 6th comes today. We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? That's what's at stake. Who are we? And the U.S. Supreme Court now will be hearing oral arguments, we're told, in about a month on whether or not Donald J. Trump should be on the ballot nationwide this year. This morning, CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland joins our Dimitri Sotis with the biggest developments in Trump's January 6th legal cases on the third anniversary of this insurrection. These two critical and unprecedented legal battles that are going to happen in close proximity to the three-year mark of January 6th. It's kind of coincidental, the timing. But Tuesday, oh, by the way, on the fifth floor of the federal courthouse here in Washington, right down the street from the Capitol, an appeals court's going to decide whether a U.S. president is immune from prosecution if he or she commits crimes doing official acts or other acts of office. That is a remarkable argument they're going to hear and trump's likely going to be here in town so get ready for the traffic tuesday and then the supreme court has decided the second week of february to hear a landmark argument over whether he can be banned from the ballot in colorado because of the insurrection clause of the 14th amendment and these types of things happen once not just in a lifetime but potentially in american history and they just happen to be happening a few weeks away from the three-year mark of that horrible tragedy in our city should people be surprised scott that many hundreds of suspects related to january 6 have not yet been caught and prosecuted 
I actually heard from a Justice Department prosecutor, a, pro- a former <laughs> Justice Department prosecutor, no longer with the agency, that he's surprised they've already gotten through 1,200 cases, that he would have expected only three years later them to be much further behind in catching all the people and prosecuting all the people who were there January 6th. So it's a long way of saying no. It's no surprise there are dozens, if not hundreds, more arrests to come. This is the largest criminal prosecution and largest criminal investigation in U.S. history. It's actually moving pretty nimbly, according to former feds. And I understand that some of the people kind of pouring over the video and looking at evidence are not necessarily getting paid for it or even uh, federal government employees. There are volunteers throughout the world that just sit in front of their computers every night and look look over things. Yeah, the Department of Justice is getting some help from citizens who are policing this in their own way, looking for faces in the many, many pieces of video, trying to deduce or d- determine who those people are and then tip the FBI toward making the arrest. And it's really something, Dimitri. It's, it's been three years and it's still sinking into folks. This may be also the most photographed crime in American history. Everybody had a phone. Everybody had a social media account popping on that day. And there are 44,000 hours of capital surveillance video, too, which the Speaker of the House is trying to post. In our final seconds, how have we reached a state in which a number of Americans actually believe January 6th was launched by the FBI, which is completely false? There is a steady diet of misinformation if you go looking for it and if you want to stay in a certain echo chamber where it exists. Donald Trump is still making baseless claims. Republicans in Congress, some of them are echoing it. It gets in the bloodstream. And right now, that's what President Biden's trying to combat with that speech in Pennsylvania. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane on WTOP. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Locally, a four-month-old baby who was inside a car stolen from Georgetown's M Street found safe and sound. The weather topping the news this morning locally, snow and sleet expected in parts of our area starting later this morning around 7 on Saturday morning. We'll keep you updated on your weather alert station. And recapping, the Supreme Court agrees to hear former President Trump's appeal of the Colorado ruling that he's not qualified to be on the presidential ballot. More in just minutes. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Coming up this half hour after traffic and weather Saturday morning in the midnight hour on WTOP. Will there be gridlock? Virginia lawmakers prepare to go back to work with a divided government. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. First to Ken Berger this morning with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Thanks, Dean. Seeing some improvement on southbound DC 295. Now just one left lane block. This is in the area of Pennsylvania Avenue. With this accident, the other lanes to the right have been reopened. Delays now are starting prior to Pennsylvania Avenue, but they are beginning to thin out in the earlier congestion because of this crash on the northbound side of DC 295. Around Pennsylvania Avenue have all cleared out. There are no issues either side of I-295. Between the flyover ramp and the Beltway Interchange south of town. Meanwhile, in Loudoun County, there's an accident on southbound Loudoun County Parkway. Three lanes are blocked at Old Ox Road and Sterling because of the accident. Watch out for, poli- for police presence in that area to help you get through. On the Beltway Interloop in Virginia, starting south of the toll road, heading to just north of the Georgetown Pike, Virginia 193. There's bridge or there's rehab operations going on. The left lane blocked a little bit earlier this evening. It was the right lane that is blocked, but they moved across the roadway to take away the left lane. Also in Virginia, southbound 95 after the Prince William Parkway, right lane blocked because of the work zone. The two left lanes are blocked, and there are delays coming south of 123. Uh, the work zone reported on the westbound side of 66 at the Roosevelt Bridge. They call it traffic engineering with the right lane on the right shoulder closed. However, the sign in that area says it's just the right shoulder that is closed. It looks like the travel lane is open. Also seeing some, uh, conge- seeing some work zones going on on westbound 66 near the Roslyn Tunnel with the left lane getting by that construction. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Look for mostly cloudy skies this early Saturday morning by sunrise. Temperatures generally in the 20s. Temperatures around 30 closer into the district. During the daylight hours on Saturday, snow and sleet will roll in from the southwest and move to the northeast. It's going to change over to rain fairly quickly, so accumulations of snow and sleet will be fairly low. In some areas, we'll not see any accumulation at all. But after mainly just a cold rain across the region with highs in the 30s. Partly sunny skies, breezy on Sunday. Highs will be in the low to mid 40s. Look for sunshine on Monday. Monday, highs mid-40s. Mike Stennifer, WTOP News. 31 degrees in Tyson's, weird 28, Waldorf 35, LaFont Plaza, down to 32 now in our nation's capital. And coming right up this half hour for you on WTOP Saturday morning. How a local school system is helping students with disabilities get job experience. I'm Scott Gelman. It's 1221. Good Black morning. men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer. And black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. It's Saturday morning, January 6th. Thanks for starting your day with us this early weekend morning at 1221 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Back to work now for Virginia state lawmakers in the coming days. WTOP's Nick Ionelli Saturday morning reports. The General Assembly will be facing a divided government. With Democrats now in control of Virginia's House of Delegates and Senate, they can push through pretty much any legislation they want, but they will get resistance from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. What that means is that the things that will get done will largely be the things that they can actually agree on. Things like spending more to improve Virginia's mental health infrastructure. Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth. You'll see some agreement on economic development and workforce development issues. But there will be disagreements. Democrats have spoken out against Youngkin's proposal to lower income taxes and raise the state's sales tax. And Democrats have said they'll pass bills tightening gun laws, which would likely be vetoed by Youngkin. 
Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Well, Democrats might have taken control of Virginia's General Assembly during last year's elections, but that apparently is not impacting, at least right now, how Virginians are feeling about the Republican governor. Governor Glenn Youngkin has a higher job approval rating this morning as of December than he did in January of last year at this time. A new survey by the Mason-Dixon Polling and Strategy puts Youngkin's approval rating at 58%, two percentage points higher, actually, than his approval rating in the beginning of 2023. The poll of 625 Virginia voters was done right after Governor Youngkin joined Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis and Alexandria's mayor to announce that proposed $2 billion deal that would move the pro sports teams across the Potomac. So how quickly would that deal to bring the Caps and Wiz to Potomac Yard be approved? Alexandria's mayor on this, Justin Wilson, this morning telling WTLP there are still several steps to take. The city is going to have to make uh, decisions on the agreements with Monumental, with the Commonwealth, with the landowner, JBG. Um, The city is also going to have to make a land use decision, um, deciding about the, the use of the land. Um, that's our normal kind of land use process. And so we'll make those decisions over the next year. Um, the General Assembly is going to have to create the stadium authority. That's Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson. Students with disabilities in Fairfax County getting a chance now to intern at local businesses before they actually graduate. The program is helping the students gain confidence. You're be great, buddy. Several times a week, Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts takes the bus here to Brook Rental Center in Vienna. He's an intern, and as for his favorite part... In fact, that's quite easy and very beginner to get into it. A few years ago, owner James Brook got involved with the program that pairs students with disabilities with local businesses. They are learning what it's like to have a real job before they have to go out there. Curtis spends time taking inventory... Yeah. Sauce. DC sauce boat and maintaining equipment and works with Damien, a former intern who now works here full-time. It taught me how to clean stuff, how to maintain stuff. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We're told that other students are working right now at places locally, such as Dollar Tree, Panera Bread, and Vienna Salon. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time, 1225 Saturday morning. Our first midnight hit with Rob this morning. The Wizards went 0 for Cleveland, losing 114-90 to to the Cavaliers to lose both road games this week by a combined 69 points. But Wes Unsell Jr. took heart in his team, forcing a season-high 23 turnovers. Yeah, I thought it was much better. And that was a challenge for the last you know, day and a half, was regardless of whether we put the ball in the hole or not. But defensively, in this particular in that first half, I thought we were really good. And that was very promising. Just some of the things, not only schematically, but just the energy, the effort, the purpose. I thought we took more pride in what we were trying to do across the board. The Capitals fared no better at home, giving up six unanswered goals and a 6-2 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. Coach Spencer Carberry. Yeah, I didn't think it was close the, the entire game. Even though we had the 2 nothing lead, I mean, it never, never felt comfortable and never felt like 